MLM Nation, episode 27. If you're going to take, if you're going to withdraw from a relationship, what have you contributed first? And if you've contributed nothing, then don't expect to go take a withdrawal. So it's a lot easier to be able to do that when you've contributed to that relationship rather than uh, all you've done is take, 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 because you can't, you can't take something from an empty account. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm super excited today to bring an MLM legend, Todd Falcone, on our show today. Todd, are you ready to make it happen? Simon, I am ready to make it happen. Todd Falcone still earns a passive income from two different MLM businesses that he just built. But right now, Todd is a network marketing trainer with over 25 years of experience in the profession of network marketing and direct selling, and he's been speaking full-time and training for the last 13 years. Over the past decade, Todd has dedicated a majority of his time speaking, training, and teaching how to be successful in network marketing. Todd consults network marketing company owners, coaches, and trains top-level distributors. He regularly conducts conference calls, webinars, and live trading events in front of tens of thousands of people in the U.S., Canada, Europe, Asia, and other countries. Todd also hosts an internationally recognized weekly show called Cracking the Code to Success that's been conducting for over the past 10 years and is open to an entire MLM profession. You can hear Todd live every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern in the U.S., and I'll put the info on how you can listen to that show in Todd Falcone's show notes page on MLMNation.net. Aside from being an MLM superstar, Todd is a husband to his wife, Carla, and a father to his two boys, Gianni and Joey. He's a surfer, a skier, a golfer, and loves to fish and play in the outdoors. So, Todd, I just shared with ML Nation a brief intro, but why don't you share more about your background and let us know how you came across network marketing? Sure, be happy to. Well, first of all, it's a pleasure to be on your show. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 got, I accidentally got introduced to network marketing. I was uh, sitting in my apartment in Long Beach, California back in 1989 and going through career fair and thought I was uh, well I was looking for a job and I got invited to what I thought was a job interview and drove drove to Irvine California and ultimately uh, looked at network marketing for the very first time didn't had never heard of multi-level network marketing direct selling and walked into a business opportunity presentation for a company and uh, walked in and watched the presentation and walked out of there going hey this makes sense to me what's not to get about uh, making money on on the sale of a product or service and building a team and making a percentage of everything that they do. So conceptually, uh, it made a lot of sense to me. And I jumped in right then and there. And that was my first business opportunity that I pursued in network marketing way back in at the tail end of 1989. So uh, I will say this first couple of years for me was uh, uh, a big learning experience, a tremendous amount of education, which I would uh, never take back. Uh, fiscally, though, it was uh, kind of a failure. I mean, I really didn't make a whole lot of money the first two years and had to go home and live in the bunk beds at my mom and dad's house, which was a humbling experience, especially when my mom uh, threatened to make me pay back my college education because she thought I was in a pyramid scheme. That's a 
another story altogether. But uh, ended up coming back into the profession shortly thereafter uh, with a little different set of eyeballs and uh, began to work at part time. And uh, my spare time, I was as I was helping out my family business, uh, got uh, some 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 leverage and some momentum going, and uh, was able to create a, a fair amount of success. And then ultimately went back into the business full time. And I've been full time back in the business for I think almost about I don't know about twenty years or so. So it's been a it's been a great journey. Uh, Thirteen years ago, uh, somebody asked me to speak about uh, my success in network marketing at a seminar, and I said, "Well, what do you want me to talk about?" He said, "Well, you know, just talk about how you recruit and train and or how you build your team." And I said, "Oh, okay." And that's actually what led me to what I do today. I never actually I never planned on being a speaker or a trainer. It just was something that I was invited to do, and one thing led to another, and now 13 years later, this is what I've been doing full-time. Awesome. Hey, by the way, ML Nation, if you're wondering what that background noise, if there's like birds in the background, this is really the MM lifestyle. Todd is doing this interview in your, ba- in your backyard, right, Todd? Yeah, I'm b- by my pool, and I have all these crazy birds that live in this big, giant tree, and they make lots of noise, and it's kind of peaceful noise, so I hang out of here quite a bit. Hey, it's way better than the sound of the daily commute so <laughs> i'm sure true. a lot of people who are listening to this are in the commute if, if that's not motivating you know i don't know what is would you rather listen to cars or birds i like the birds of course now um i have a question when you failed you said you didn't do much the first two years like you you didn't make much the first two years but you still went back to the industry why did you go back well, I knew it was possible. I knew that there was something there for me. I just, uh, you know, it wasn't my time yet. I was trying to figure out how to make the whole game happen, and the game wasn't working for me. And a lot of it had to do with me being so forceful and so pushy and so aggressive. So that uh, was was a very early lesson that I that I learned was to lighten up and actually have a a good time with the experience. But I knew that there was something for me, and and, and I just. I wasn't. I didn't want to give up and stop when I saw what was possible for other people. Hmm. I see. Now, one of the keys to success, which most distributors don't realize, is like during the toughest times, or sometimes I like to say, "quote unquote," the failures. That's when we learn the most, and the keys to never quit to keep going. What was one of your worst moments in network marketing? Was it during the first two years, or did it come later? And then, what did you learn from that experience? Well, <laughs> there's. I would say that there's two worst moments that actually come to mind. One of them was very, very early on uh, when I was not having any success and I had a woman that was supposed to sign up and supposed to show up for this Saturday training and, of course, she didn't show up to sign up and she didn't show up for the training. And I was so desperate uh, that I called her and left a voicemail for her and I said all sorts of nasty stuff on her voicemail coming from just a really bad place and – she ended up taking that voicemail message and called the CEO of the company and said, hey, listen, this is what one of your reps called and left on my voicemail message. And I received a phone call the next day from the CEO. And uh, it was a very humbling experience. It was a learning experience, uh, to say the least. And it was something that I, I never duplicated again. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a big one. And then – and this is uh, – you know, this is uh, the second experience – was many, many years later, I had spent uh, 11 years with a company doing very well. I was playing golf four or five days a week, surfing all the time and, you know, just enjoying the fruits of my labors and running my group and still, you know, recruiting and building. And ultimately that company went out of business. Uh, so it was, it was a shock and, you know, it's not like it doesn't happen to people. It's hap- it happens to people. I mean, companies do go out of business and it happened to me. Uh, so it was a, it was a, it was a scary time. 
and it was also an opportune time. So interestingly enough, uh, that bad negative experience of losing that check that was coming in, whether I had to, you know, whether I did anything or not, uh, led me into becoming a, what I am today as a speaker and a trainer. Because had that not happened, uh, I wouldn't have pursued what I'm pursuing today as a, as a seminar speaker and trainer. Wow. So like a lot of times these bad things they all turn into blessings. Seems like that was like a big turning point for you. Absolutely it was, for sure. Now I have to ask you this because you brought up your mom. Like your parents like threatened for you to pay back the tuition and they were definitely very negative. They thought it was a pyramid scheme. So how did you get over that? You know, I remember I called my mom when I was so excited because I just, you know, was getting ready to graduate, and I said, "Hey, I found this. I, you know, I found. I know I found the career. I found out what I'm going to do. I went to this meeting, and they were drawing circles on the board, and you, you can recruit people, and you can build a team, and, and you can have unlimited income." And she's like, you, you, "You're not going to do that. That's a pyramid scheme. That's that's a cult. You need to stay away from that. In fact, if you do it, I'm going to make you pay back your college education." And I see. I I came from a from a green set of eyeballs. I I no preconception, no misconception, no prior experience. I just judged it for what I saw it was. And I, I thought, wow, this makes sense. What's not to get about this? So quite frankly, I ignored uh, my mother's warning and I did it anyway. And uh, and and no, she wasn't happy about it. And she thought she won when I came, you know, crawling home with uh, fifteen thousand dollars in credit card debt and had to live in the bunk beds at my parents' house to financially regroup after my first couple of years. But, uh, you know, I knew, again, that there was something there for me. So I, you know, in fact, I shared this on stage on Saturday at a seminar I spoke at. Uh, when I, within two or three months of me living at the house, I went and found another network marketing business. And I was having my auto ship and my check sent to a friend's house because if the check or the auto ship showed up at my parents' house, it would be, there'd be hell to pay. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I just did it in spite of knowing that, hey, long term, Who's paying my bills? I mean, right now she's helping me out and she's supported me and raised me and all of that stuff. But you know, I, I gotta I gotta live my life for me, and 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 the things that I believe in. So just because she had an opinion about something, and I'm not saying that we don't pay attention to our 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 parents or whatever, but uh, it was just something that I knew in my heart was uh, was real in spite of the way she felt about it. So I did it anyway. Yo, know, that's very encouraging. How did you have that belief in yourself? Where did I come from? I didn't have any belief in myself. I mean, when I first started, I was a sweaty, stuttering, nervous wreck, had no confidence at all. And that the confidence that you hear today is, you know, I'm not the same person today that I was five years ago or three months ago or 25 years ago. Uh, A friend of mine who's a multimillionaire in the business says this all the time. People tend to know the glory. They just don't know the story. You know, they don't they they see you are for where you are today, but they don't know all the stuff that you you went through to get where you are today. So uh, that confidence comes from uh, a willingness to commit and work on myself, a willingness to, to fall and to flip and to trip and to go through the experiences and to work on the skills and to, you know, be involved and engaged. So uh, that confidence is is a uh, is not an overnight thing. So uh, that's something that we all have to work on. Self-confidence uh, in fact, everything, in my opinion, rises and falls on confidence when it comes to success, self-confidence included. And it's something that we as network marketers, as self-employed entrepreneurs, all need to work on. And it's worth working on. So uh, something that just uh, happened over time for me. It wasn't overnight. Mm, I see. Can you take us a story in your time, your journey, when you had a major aha moment? 
And then what were the things that you learned and what did you do with what you, that light bulb, with that light bulb moment? Yeah. Well, I, it's so funny. You, you asked that question because I immediately go, aha, oh, I know the moment. You know, I didn't have to think about it. It was in 1991 at the Bonaventure hotel in Los Angeles, California. And I was at a multi-day event and the seminar speaker, the leader of this event, uh, did these characters and the characters represented or taught different lessons. And this particular character that he was doing was the Joker from Batman. And the lesson out of that was about lightening up, about enjoying the journey, about giggling along the way and uh, having fun with the process. And I was so serious and I was such a grinder and I was just so let's just do this and I was trying to shove a square thing in a circular hole and it was just I was so forceful and not having a good time and my buddy looked at me while this was going on and he was actually my sponsor and he looked he was I remember this I can still see his face he's looking at me from the right side of me looking to the, to his left and he had this just lag crazy smile and he just <laughs> he goes that's you that's you right there <laughs> And and he just started poking at me and tickling me. He's like, "That's you, joke. You got to be the Joker." And it was so funny. I just went, "Oh, uh huh. I'm grinding too hard." And it was the the lesson was, "Look, relax, have fun, enjoy the process. Nobody's gonna want to be around some forceful grinder. Not that you don't you don't grind it out and you work hard, but you know, enjoying the journey and having fun and smiling while you're doing it was something that wasn't part of my." Uh, early days of doing it and that was one of the biggest aha moments that I ever had as a network marketing professional. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I found that, you know, how you took it too hard, too serious, a common issue of a lot of like hardcore driven leaders, right? Because that's like, it kind of gets them there, they're very serious, but they forget that that turns off a lot of the downlines who a lot of times just want to have fun. So how do you, and actually I'm well, I'm sharing this with you. This is actually some of my coaching clients. They're really good in sponsoring, but they, they can't get any duplication because, like, the downlines, they get into conflicts, fights, and things like that. What were some things that you do for fun to make th- to lighten things up? What, you mean while I'm building the business? Yeah, well, you, how did you make it more fun? Yeah, I, I stopped taking myself too seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was a big part of it. I was having a good – like, I was so serious. Look, listen, I'm calling you because I understand that you're looking to – you know, I was so serious. Not that I'm not serious when I make phone calls or when I build a business, but I, I just was like, hey, most of the time when I'm not building the business, when I'm out surfing or fishing or skiing or playing with my buddies or on the golf course or what, all the things that I love to do that you mentioned at the beginning of the interview, I'm like in this very enlightened, fun, light, happy-hearted state. I just decided to bring that state of mind into – when I was prospecting. So it just was kind of an attitude shift in the way I approach my, my phone calls. I just kind of, uh, and I, and I even, when I teach people prospecting, I tell people like, look, lighten up a little bit. Imagine you come home from work and you got your suit and tie on and your cufflinks and your, you know, your, your super shiny shoes. You come home, you un- take the tie off, you unbutton the first couple buttons, you take your jacket off, you take your belt off, you pull your shirt out from underneath your pants, you take off your shoes, you know, maybe put some flip-flops on or whatever, take your socks off, roll up your sleeves, and how do you feel now? You're kind of in a more comfortable, laid-back type of feel environment. And 
so that's kind of when I'm teaching somebody how to prospect and how to lighten up and kind of enjoy it, take the formality out of it a little bit. Don't be so hi, I'm calling you because your name was referred to me as someone who's very serious about <laughs> making changing the quality of their life. Is that correct? Yes, no. Well, tell me the truth. You know? And so for me, it was more about laying back the language and the way I approached what I was doing. Yeah, thank you for sharing. So it's just like being real, it's just being yourself. I think sometimes people with distributors, they just and I think that causes nervousness, right? When they start becoming this super formal, official person. Yeah, because if that's not the way that they are normally, then they have to try to fake it. Yeah. And act like that somebody that now that now the, the genuineness goes away because that's not how they typically are. And the business obviously became a lot easier because you just became the Todd instead of like this other Todd that you weren't really that you're not really. You're like yeah, more fun loving. The the real Todd comes out. Oh, it became fluid. Yeah. I didn't get I didn't get rich overnight. I and mean, nobody gets rich overnight in this business, but it, it, it started happening and people started to join my business and it definitely became a lot easier. In your twenty plus years, what would you consider to be your proudest moment in this profession? You know, that's for me. That's uh, that's a that's kind of a challenging question for me to to answer because I don't uh, I don't know. I, I, I like accomplishments. I mean, I, I have awards and recognition and and plaques and achievements and all of that. But uh, you know, my, I think my proudest moments are all the individual moments where I have people come up to me and say, you know, look. Thank you so much for introducing me to this business, or thank you so much for what you've you've taught me through this training that you do. Uh, you know, I'm seeing results because of it. Uh, my life has shifted because of uh, your commitment to helping me either through this business that I'm directly involved in or through my training. So it's not some uh, big accomplishment necessarily, or some big award, or having uh, achieved X amount of distributors in an organization or X millions of dollars. It's more of the little things. Uh, the feedback that I get from other people that really makes the the difference in terms of how I feel. Mm, thank you. you know what? To add to that, can I share? Like um, one of the things that got me going back in 2004 was my mentor, who's a, he's earned over a million dollars in the industry. He actually got a CD from one of your programs and talked about, you know, if you talk to less than 10 people a day, you know, write the number in the box, then you're not signing, you're never going to make it. So how badly do you want it? And I remember him asking me that, and in the, kind of like the same Todd Falcone style, right? It's like, how many people have you talked to today? And I actually, he told me to write the box, and I wrote down like three. But I was actually lying, because I actually only talked to one person that day. And then he basically took something directly from you and said, no, you're never going to make it. So, Simon, you better step up your game or just quit the business. So, uh, and he got that from you. So, Todd, thank you. I mean, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for your trainings. Wow. See, those, those, those are the things that make me excited. That's, that's, why, that, that's what feeds me today and keeps me going is, is, is hearing stories from people who've taken something and, and applied it and gotten a result from it. That's awesome. What's the one thing that excites you the most about this profession right now? I think, the, I think it's still the same thing that excited me 25 years ago is, is the opportunity for an individual, regardless of their their background, their uh, past experience to come in here and roll up their sleeves and get after something and be able to create uh, time freedom for themselves and to really literally uh, be able to live life on their terms rather than be uh, told what to do through, you know, uh, what what t- would typically be the, you know, employed type of situation. There's nothing wrong with being an employee. Uh, there's a lot of great jobs out there. But freedom, the simple freedoms 
of uh, that network marketing provides, like being able to be in my backyard on a whatever day today is or going and playing with my kids or picking up my children from school uh, or going and taking lunch to them at school because I don't have a job. Those are the, th- those opportunities that present themselves through the network marketing model for everybody. That's what gets me excited. Hmm. And I know with your trainings, you're very good at training people to talk to cold markets. If you were to share like one thing or two things, because I get to ask this all the time, like how do I approach cold markets? Could they get nervous? What would you advise a distributor to do? Well, I think more than anything, obviously, cold market could be a lot of different things. It could be a lead that you purchased. It could be somebody that you meet through a function or a mixer. It could be what I teach in my recruiting professionals method. It could be a lot of different things. So cold market is obviously pretty diverse. Anybody that you don't yet currently know, I think more than anything, it's just – being uh, genuinely interested in finding out more about that other human being that that is that is number one if if you want to get good results in the cold market instead in fact i did a i did a video and i was so surprised I, I had no idea how many i had no idea that it was going to get viewed as much as it, it did it was a crappily produced video on my iphone in my backyard not even thinking about the lighting or sound and i just threw it up on facebook and it was about this. It's like, look, how can you can't go take money out of a bank that you haven't put money into. So you can't take you can't make a withdrawal out of uh, an account that has no money in it. So and the same thing with relationships. So if you're gonna take if you're gonna withdraw from a relationship, what have you contributed first? And if you've contributed nothing, then don't expect to go take a withdrawal. So for me, when it's when it's about any market, cold or warm, it's hey. What have I contributed? What, what have I added to this relationship that would enable me to make a withdrawal? To say, hey, look, you know, I was thinking about you and I've launched this new business. So I wanted to ask you to come over to my house tonight and take a look at what we're doing or whatever the introduction is. It's a lot easier to be able to do that when you've contributed to that relationship rather than uh, all you've done is take, take, take because you can't, you can't take something from an empty account. Hmm. What are some simple ways that people can contribute or add value to – um, to people they meet, I don't know. I think one of the big things is is finding out about the person. You know, I mean, so tell me about yourself, Simon. I mean, what do you like to do? What, what's your What's your favorite thing to do? What uh, Where are you from? Uh, and being authentic about it, and finding out more about a human being rather than well, let me tell you about me and how shiny I am and how cool I am and what I do and me 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 me. Uh, that's just ugly, and so. Being instead of being me focused, you're you focused. You're you're focused on the other person, in in terms of how can you serve that person. Like if it was in a business now, you know people go to mixers all the time, and they go out like. In fact, I went to this networking deal like recently, and this guy hands me like five of his cards and in, in like a fan. He fans them out and like, <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? I mean, you I'm a, you expect me? I'm just going to hand out five of your cards to to random people because you're fanning out five cards. He's like, here you go. He like these people go to these mixers. To give out to to get like who can I who can I have as my client? Hmm. And for me, if I go to any business function, I mean, yeah, I might have business cards, but it's not like how many cards can I hand out? It's how many people can I connect with who I can connect with other people. So if I met with you, for example, at some big giant business function, and you're a mortgage guy, and I'm like, hey, Simon, so what what what? Who's your ideal client? Who do you want? Like, oh, I want somebody who you know is is buying a house that's valued at half a million dollars or more. 
And like, what kind of, what kind of realtor do you work with? I work with these types of people. I'm like, cool. And then I go talk to another realtor and I go, Hey, wait a minute. Who are you looking for? I'm looking for a mortgage broker that I can actually rely on. That's going to be there and, and get my deals done fast. I'm like, Hey, well, let me go introduce you to this guy, Simon and being like the connector rather than the taker. And everybody else, for the most part, because I've done I've done so many business functions, networking functions. People out there, let me let me stuff my face with as much free food and wine as I can, and let me give out as many cards as I can. But that's that that's not that's not a recipe for success. Yeah, I love the advice that you gave. Just be interested in people because that's something anyone can do to anyone, right? And people love to talk about themselves. So if you just be interested in them, let them talk, they, they like you. And it works. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. So we're going to go to the towards the second part at the end of the show. Just some quick questions, Todd. So what's one of your favorite success quotes that has motivated you in the past? I'd say my favorite success quote is by Martin Luther King Jr. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Mm, I love that. At ML Nation, we'll have that in the show notes page for Talat Falcone. So really good. That's something I need to go back and research that. That's really good. Now, what was uh, what's one habit that's helped you become successful, Ty? One habit that's helped me be successful. Well, I could say no, not giving up and not quitting, and that's obviously a habit. Uh, I think more than anything, just being someone that can be counted on. You know, being reliable consistently reliable and you know if i say i'm going to do something i'm going to do it if i say i'm going to be there i'm going to be there if i'm going to see if i'm going to be there if i say i'm going to be there at a particular time i'm going to be there at a particular time if i say i'm going to do this for you i'm going to do this for you so i think more than anything just being uh someone that can be counted on is has, has paid me i can't even calculate how much it's paid me but it's many 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 times over what's the best piece of advice you ever got the best piece of advice that I ever got. Well, and I actually forward this all the time. I talk about this when I'm teaching leadership. I, I think one of one of the best pieces of advice, and it would be very challenging for me to say, you know, one single best piece of advice, but I would say that uh, one of the most powerful pieces of advice I ever got was on the subject of team building. And the, and it was about, look, you need to be looking for pockets of activity in your group and, and you find people that are doing – you ask yourself who's doing, who's producing, who's involved, who's engaged, uh, who's, 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 who's showing up and you attach yourself to those people and you help those individuals perpetuate the growth of their businesses. You don't wait for them to do something extra. You go get involved and work with them to help them facilitate additional growth in the organization no matter where they are, whether on your first level or 57th level, and you help that person because – and this is, the, this is the, the original time I heard it was early, early on in my career and the phrase is work where you're deserved, not where you're needed. So you work with people that based on how they're showing up deserve your time, not the ones that need it because they signed up and – all they can do is complain. Do you have a favorite prospecting tool that you can recommend to ML Nation? You. <laughs> I mean, you. You are your favorite prospecting tool. Working on you, your skills, your mindset, 
the best investment you can ever make is you. Uh, and uh, no, I don't have a, a specific tool in mind that's uh, you know the, the 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 single best handout. There's a lot of great tools that uh, that are out there in the profession. I mean. Uh, you know, Eric Worre's new Rise of the Entrepreneur video, I think, is a very powerful educational tool, and it's one of the newer ones. That's that's and it's very very well done. But I think you're the you're the best uh, investment that you can make in terms of, of being an effective tool in your business. So really, spending time every day sharpening that tool. It's one thing to to to, to have that tool, but if you don't do anything with it, uh, if you don't take the time to every day be sharpening the tool that you're using, the tool becomes dull and ineffective. So how much time – the and this is something I do in a lot of my coaching programs is how much time are you spending every day in personal and professional development? And I mean every day, every single day. And you don't have to spend all day because then what are you going to do? you gotta, you got to build your business. But I, I would suggest no less than 15 to 30 minutes every single day sharpening your skills, sharpening your tool of you. I love that. It's better than the answer. I use my newsletter, webinar, videos, because if you is bad, then nothing matters, right? Like you Absolutely. said, you is the most important thing. And I love that. 15 to 30 minutes of self-development. That's a good guideline uh, to go with. Now, do you have any favorite apps or online resources like a Dropbox, Evernote, or Gmail that you could recommend? Uh, I, I use Dropbox for certain things i mean i i don't uh an online resource you, you mean in terms of like what daily building every single day or yeah things that help you become more productive makes your life easier mm. i suppose the f- two things that come to mind that i use frequently are a weber which is an autoresponder i've been using them for probably 15 years instant teleseminar which is uh, someone i've used for all of my conference calling for many many years those are tool two uh, tools that I would say I use pretty regularly that uh, someone who's not a speaker that isn't in, in the field and building a network marketing business would have value out of. Super. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? One book. Only one, really? Wow. Uh, I Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually cheat and I'm going to take two because okay. you're interviewing me. I would say without question, without exception – you need to read the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's the first book I was ever introduced to as an entrepreneur. I think it's uh, one of the greatest books ever written. And then on top of that, there's a book called Influence the Psychology of Persuasion by mm-hmm. Robert Caldini, which is an incredible read. Yes, I agree. That is awesome. And uh, ML Nation, I know you love audios because you're listening to this podcast. So if you haven't read it, you can get an amazing free audiobook like the Robert Cialdini book or Think and Grow Rich for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. And now, Todd, we're going to go to the last question, which is the million-dollar question. Ready? Yeah. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business. And I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training 
at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So here's some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome their objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. There's three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills that help me build a million-dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. So here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Uh, if I didn't know one person, uh, I would incorporate what I teach in my recruiting professionals techniques. So I would immediately go after real estate agents, insurance agents, financial planners, mortgage professionals, professional salespeople, people that lead oversee organizations. And obviously, in that case, that would mean that I'd have access to Todd Falcone's recruiting professionals course which would enable me to, in spite of not knowing anybody, being in a new town and being from a completely different planet, that I had that education available to me, that would be the methodology that I would employ right away. And it's easy to, easy to apply. Uh, professional people respond favorably, and that would be my number one method of starting from scratch. Cool. And I, by the way, I have that training. It's excellent. Really good stuff. Thank Very you. Good. As we wrap up, Todd, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Last words of advice. Uh, you know, and all I get that's that's an interview question that, that obviously we we get in probably most interviews and and I always ponder for a moment before I answer that question. Uh, 
this business can be challenging, is challenging. You're going to be faced with times where you feel like quitting, where you feel like giving up, uh, where you feel like throwing in the towel. And, you know, many people do. Many people go, I just can't, I can't cut it. And they go back to whatever it was that they were doing before that they never left. Uh, and they came here and sampled and snacked on network marketing for a little bit. And they never had a chance to really, uh, you know, become the person that they could have become and live the lifestyle that they could have lived had they fully committed to until it happened for them. So as cliche as it may sound, I think quitting should never be an option because the moment that you give up is the moment that the opportunity is no longer available to you. So, yeah, I understand what it's like to be totally anguished and frustrated and, and just, you know, and just mad at the world. But the moment you give up, you're defeated. And it's worth hanging out until it happens and knowing that um, it may not happen on your own time. That's That's the other part of that is – in most cases, it's not going to happen on your timeline. We don't know what the timeline is, and I don't know why it works the way it does. No, it didn't happen fast for me. It doesn't happen fast for everybody. It happens fast for some. But being able to exercise patience and enjoy uh, the journey, even the painful parts of the journey, so that you can actually see the fruits of your labors in the end. Awesome. And what's the best way our listeners can connect with you or learn more about your programs? Uh, the best way they can do that is toddfalcone.com, which is T-O-D-D-F-A-L-C-O-N-E.com, toddfalcone.com. Uh, they can also find me on Facebook. I'm very involved in social media. So if you look me up on Facebook, unfortunately, I can't be your friend. Not that I don't want to be your friend, but uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg says, hey, you, can, you limit uh, our profile pages to 5,000, and that's been – way past that for a long time. So if you do look me up on Facebook, and I'm very active on my business page, uh, you can just look up Todd Falcone uh, Network Marketing Mastery, and you'll see that page. And that's my business page. And you'll see that uh, I'm there all the time, daily, frequently. It's not like I visit my Facebook page once every once in a while. I'm there all the time. So we'll love to plug in with you. Either way, both places would be great. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and today you've been hanging out with Todd Falcone. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Todd at the search bar, and the show notes and all those nuggets of wisdom that Todd shares, his contact info, will pop right up. In order to be successful in MLM, you must help others. So Todd, thank you again for setting such a great example. MLM Nation is grateful to you. We appreciate you for all this wisdom, the stuff you shared, and for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you, Todd, for taking your valuable time to share with us. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for joining our show today on MLM Nation. You know, that was a really fun show to do. I loved how Falcone, his style, you know, he's serious, but he's also kind of funny. And I think that's what uh, makes him successful. He's got this personality. I think the two takeaways, MLM Nation, for you to remember is to be you, to be real too, right? Like, Todd's turning point was when he realized that he was too serious. And I think sometimes 
I've seen so many MLM distributors do that. They're like joking, they have fun, the fun-loving people, the people that you want to be with. But once it comes to prospecting, you know, you tense up and you think about um, well, how I'm going to pitch this, how I'm going to transition to talking about the products. And we're not ourselves anymore. And then people like look at us like, oh, what's wrong with you? Right? So be real, be yourself. Um, I think that was probably the major takeaway points for you. ML Nation is have fun. Have fun with it because people join the business for fun. They want to do fun things. The last thing they want to do, and it's not just about the money. It's not just about the products. If the business is boring, you know, that's not very motivating for people to do, right? Most people are bored at the jobs anyway. So make sure you make the business fun. The other thing I love about what Todd shared was the most important prospecting tool, and this is what he shared, very similar to Big Al. Big Al and Todd, they share the same thing. Most important prospecting tool is you. You know, Invest in yourself because it doesn't matter what tool you use, video or stuff. If you are not the person that people want to join and buy, it doesn't matter what you use. It's going to be pointless. So make sure you invest. Like Todd says, invest in 15 to 30 minutes of self-development every day. And you're right now doing that already by listening to ML Nation. So congrats to you. But keep that momentum going. Even after the show, make sure you're reading. Be part of a coaching group, a mastermind, something so you never stop learning. And I got that from my mentor, Jim Rohn. It says the day you stop learning is the day you stop living. So make sure you're learning every day. I mean, I love the show. If you like what you learned from Todd, you like ML Nation, please go to the show notes page, search for Todd, and the show notes will pop right up. You can contact him and learn all about his training programs over there. Okay, just go to the Todd and his contact information, scroll to the bottom. And also, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes because that's the best way to keep these trainings coming to your phone automatically. They get da- get downloaded to your phone while you sleep. If you're on a Droid and you're not using Apple, you can go to Stitcher. And the show notes page will have that link there as well. And, um, you know, leave a review on iTunes for us. Uh, those reviews are really important. Leave an honest review. Let me know what you liked and don't like and how you applied the stuff you learned. Because I read every one of them and they make the show get better. And it also fires me up to do these because these podcasts, they do take a lot of my time. So all your reviews, I read them and motivates me to keep going. So please do that. Um, please, please, please go to iTunes and, and subscribe, rate, and review. The last thing is the best compliment you can give us is to let others others know about it. Let your uh, downlines, crosslines, uplines, other people in your company, others, friends you have in other companies, share it on social media. Because ML Nation, the reason I call it is, is called ML Nation is because we're all together in this. There's over 90 million of us distributors worldwide. And, and if anyone needs help or motivation, please share it with us. All right, so that's it for our show again. Don't forget to review on iTunes. And thanks again for being part of ML Nation. Thanks for taking your time to listen and make sure you apply all that great wisdom and knowledge that you learned from Todd. And I'll see you all on the next show. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.